The number one reason people don't go plant-based or vegan, even when they realize it's the most effective way to lower cholesterol and avoid or reverse heart disease, they don't think they can do it. The reason why so many doctors do not suggest a whole food plant-based diet for their patients, even though it's the only diet proven to avoid or even reverse heart disease, they don't think you can do it. But I know you can, because I didn't think I could do it either. Hello, VegHeads. You're listening to Veg Your Best, the plant-based podcast. My name is Michelle Olander. I'm a certified life coach, a practicing vegan, and I'm here to try and convince you every week to show up, eat more plants, and not wait a single second longer to set an impossible goal, whatever that is for you. Episode 15, where we talk about Bridging your thoughts about going plant-based. You know, because of the way this holiday season has unfurled, meaning I'm not going anywhere, I can take on a couple of new coaching clients this month instead of waiting until mid-January, which was my original plan. So if you or someone you know has have plant-based or vegan health goals, If you would like to finish up this month, this year, with some really, what I think are powerful life coaching tools and support from me, and start 2021 that much stronger and further along with your goals, I would be honored. And if you're worried that you can't do it, it's totally normal. But that's just your brain kind of failing in advance. That's your brain telling you, It's going to be hard or no fun or a problem for your spouse or for your family. I get it. My brain told me that too. It also told me I would be hungry, cranky, restricted, judgmental, isolated. Because listen, if your brain is like most functional human brains, it has spent years putting most of your food choices on automatic pilot, on default. Your current food choices? Well, you know how to get it, what to do with it, where to put it, when to serve it, who likes what, who to share it with, what goes with what, which cupboard or shelf in the fridge it fits on, how long it lasts, how much to make or buy or pack. You're asking your brain to learn something new, and your brain is thinking... Uh, but did you know that uh doesn't mean there's really anything wrong or that it's actually going to be a problem or that you don't have the ability or the energy or the willpower? If I asked you to change anything that you've got down pat that you can do pretty much in your sleep, your brain would just throw a hissy. It's no big deal. Have you ever been exactly on time for an appointment? And then there was a traffic detour one corner away. Or your parking lot was blocked off or full. 
Have you ever had a menu planned for the evening and the main ingredient was sold out at the market? Have you ever had to change your password on an online account? Ugh. It's not that you can't handle it. It's just that you need to give it that extra time or focus or attention more than just doing that automatic, practiced, default action. Why do so many of us not make significant improvements, significant changes in our diets, even when we know that we want to? Well, let's just think about our brains. You know, only maybe 5% of our daily thoughts are truly conscious, intentional. So that means about 95% of our thoughts are unconscious. They're unconscious thoughts and patterning. By age 10 or 12, our main belief systems and patterns, they've been established. So unless you've rooted them out, by the time you're in your 40s, say right now, you have an established system of beliefs, of how things work, of how things are done, what's normal, what's weird, what's easy, what's hard. Unless you've done work on the mental level to upgrade and reprogram some of those thoughts, your conscious thoughts will still be vastly outnumbered by unconscious ones. And some of those ideas and beliefs and thoughts haven't changed all that much since you were 10 or 12. We talked about that a few episodes back. These are our our neural pathways, the default grooves in our brains. We evolved this way. Your brain loves to make habits because that's how you really get things done. Have you ever driven somewhere and not really remembered how you did it or what you saw on the way? That was very different back when you were learning to drive, right? Every movement was new and unpracticed and awkward. Or did you ever change from a PC to a Mac or a Mac to a PC? Not that different, but the first few days or weeks were probably frustrating and annoying. But now, no big deal. No big deal at all. My husband has an iPhone, a fairly recent one, with no home button. When I pick that phone up, it's like, what the heck is this? How are you supposed to make it work without a home button? I imagine if I actually used it for three or four days in a row, it wouldn't be a problem. So if your brain didn't create these automatic default habits, you would be constantly hyper-focusing on each and every detail. You'd be deciding and choosing and visualizing and training yourself all the time. Every choice while driving, while using your computer, while picking up your phone. It's not that anything we're doing now is so easy. It's just that it's so practiced. And it's the same thing with moving to a plant-based or a vegan diet. You're used to a certain bunch of decisions. You've got a a set of food habits, and we're going to change just a few of them. And before you know it, no big deal. And those changes could be the biggest gifts you ever give your future self, your future health. 
Moving to a whole food, plant-based diet can be the most effective way to avoid a lifetime of statins and blood pressure medications, to avoid unregulated blood sugar, inflammation, arthritis, mood disorders, obesity, gut dysbiosis. You don't want that, do you? Gut dysbiosis? Premature aging? You know. You know. If you're listening to this, you probably have already done the research and you're just not sure how to make a plant-based diet work for you in your situation. Whether you are sure you want plant-based life coaching or not, I encourage you to make an appointment for a free Zoom call with me to talk about your goals so I can get you started right away. And you know, it's funny, I was just reading that the longest, this will sound like a tangent, the longest railway bridge in the world is the Danyang Kunshan Bridge in China. This railway bridge is over 100 miles long. And then on the same page, it says there's this other category of longest bridge, and that's the Bosidang Bridge, which has a span of 1,700 feet. So that Danyang Kunshan Bridge is 300 times longer, and they're both longest, but that 300 times longer bridge, the one that's 100 miles long, it's actually made up of hundreds of supports, a series of bridges, one to the next, that travel that 100 miles. And the Bosidang Bridge is just one single heart-stopping span across the river, the Yangtze River, because there, that part of the river in that part of Sichuan, the river's too deep to allow any supports in the water. So it goes from land to land across this river in one, in one fell swoop. Is, is that the right term? It's like one serious, holy crap, that's amazing stretch. Can you tell engineering's not my skill set? Well, the analogy works for me, and I noticed that analogy because, well, not because I know anything about bridges, though I do have recurring nightmares about driving on bridges. But I noticed that analogy because it's a lot like what we do in coaching, in life coaching, plant-based coaching. We plan a series of bridges with supports along the way for the long run and the long term. So our clients don't need to engineer any Hail Mary miracles of one unsupported leap. Coaching is just a step-by-step, long-term plan that takes into account the obstacles and gets you to your goals in the way you want to proceed. So going vegan, going plant-based was one of the best things I ever did. Life coaching and then being certified as a life coach was one of the most powerful opportunities I ever had. And it's my mission now to bring that expertise to as many people as I can through this podcast, through my short videos, through social media, because in my mind, it's really a matter of life or death, energy or illness, youthfulness or aging. So many of the people I speak with have learned that a plant-based diet could be what allows them to avoid a lifetime of statins and blood pressure meds and unregulated blood sugar, inflammation, arthritis, 
and still so many of us are afraid to go for it, to give it a try and just see if the benefits are there for ourselves. Why? Because we're failing in advance. It's something so many of us have done for years, for decades. What if I try and tell everyone I'm going whole food plant-based, and then what if I just can't do it? What if? Then you're right where you are now. But actually, maybe even if you can't completely eliminate meat and dairy from your diet this week or this month, maybe you can move in that direction. Maybe you can bridge your way to your goal. Maybe you can veg your best one span at a time. If you can't do it 100% this month, so what? If you can't do it 80%, so what? If you're like many of my clients, you have some sort of a foundation of plant-based eating that we can uncover together and build on in a strategic way to accomplish what you want to accomplish first. One span at a time. One span at a time to get you to your result. The bridge between knowledge and skill is it's just practice. And the bridge between skill and mastery, it's just time. If you believe that a plant-based diet could make a big difference for you, that's what I'm here for. You can follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, and there are links in the notes, or you can email me at info at michelleolandercoaching.com. We can talk about your specific situation, and I can help you get started. Have you missed, have you missed the stoic wisdom? You know, I myself start and end most days with the Stoics. So the message for the end of this year, the end of 2020 that I've been pondering is from Seneca. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Seneca. Well, I'm ready for a few new beginnings in 2021. Let me hear from you if there are topics or questions you have for me. Bed your best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy, just bet your best. <laughs>